Hi, this is Daniel Patrick Brennan. This is the Wine is Food podcast. Uh, I think this is my fifth or sixth episode, and uh, we're spanning the globe with the type of people we're talking to. And uh, yeah, she's sort of out of nowhere. Uh, my buddy Jadmika is leaving uh, to go back to Indonesia from New Zealand. Uh, but I wanted to get one of the got to be one of the only Indonesian winemakers on the planet, you know, right? Uh, so say hello to podcast land. Jenny. Hey guys. Yeah. Um, so first, uh, I think that one of the first, the coolest, one of the coolest things outside of that, you're just a cool dude is, um, what's your name? Oh, Jed Mika. That's right. <laughs> so I didn't know. I knew I went to, uh, to school with Jed Mika. Uh, I didn't know until I knew you for about two or three years that, that that's your name. There's no last name. There's no first name. It's just Jadmika. Yeah. Uh, that, that's pretty cool. That's like, you know, Sting or Bono or I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's like, uh, you know, you're just Jadmika. You know, there's not many people that now, uh, and that could probably lead into uh, your upbringing and everything. Like, is that something that is your parents have one name or? Oh, uh, well, all my family got last names. Probably just my parents decided for me to have a, like for just only one name i'm not sure why it's dead but uh, it's probably have to do with the indonesian culture as well mm. because back home i'm not really a majority indonesian you're uh, not you're not a, um, a majority like in indigenous oh okay uh indonesian i'm more like a minority okay culture back then uh because i'm from a chinese uh background okay. culture yep. and my my grandparents been living there since like 60 50 years mm. the government there decided oh you can't use chinese name anymore so you have to change it your name for some reason you have to have an indonesian name mm-hmm. so my parents decided okay let's just name him jet maker nice let's make it easy Oh, so you had a Chinese name first, and then they changed it. Oh, oh well, because we always have a Chinese name. Yeah. In the end, to make the process more easier yeah, for us. Yeah, sure, sure. You guys trying to assimilate a little bit. And, yeah. Yeah. Get become. So you were born in Indonesia. Yes, I am. And um, uh, well, how old are you right now? I was. I'm twenty three. You're twenty three. Yeah, so I met you then when you were about 19, I think, or something, Yeah, right? exactly. You came to New Zealand when you were 19? I came to New Zealand when I was 17. That is, I mean, I thought I had balls moving from <laughs> from uh, Philadelphia to New Zealand and, uh, you know, you know, moving alone to the other side of the planet and this and that. And people say, oh, that takes, but man, that yeah. takes some balls. And that's really, I really admire you for that. That's really yeah. awesome to come when you're... 17 years old to a new language and uh i was struggling with uh chemistry and engineering and physics and all that and i know you were right there with me but you were it was in another language for you um was that really tough to um, yeah at first it was pretty tough well first time i came here it's kind of really tough because people speak we kind of learn english back home but they don't speak using the same accents as yeah, New well, the, the New Zealand's a tough so, accent. Yeah, <laughs> really tough accent to pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but after six months, eight, eight months or so, I get used to it. Mm-hmm. Listen to people a lot, talk to people a lot, and then, yeah, make a lot of friends in here, hang out with 
couple of New Zealanders, so I get used to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it, even for me, it was yeah, tough, it was and it was really English, tough. you know. <laughs> some of those two, you know, some of the New Zealand sl- you know, slang and just casual talking, particularly. Um, so, in high school, did you study, like, uh, sciences, or? Uh, majority, I was taking sciences, math, physics, chemistry, a bit of history and economics. Mm-hmm. So. And what, when did you decide, okay, I want to get in? I mean, at 17, it's pretty young. Not only is it very young to get into wine, which uh, there were some Kiwis that, you know, that I went to school with here, or that we went to school with that are, um, you know, 18 coming out of what would be high school. Uh, and that's a pretty bold step to get into wine because, you you know, you haven't drank that much wine at that age. Um, you, you know, a lot of people think life experience is something that, brings you to wine um so not only were you very young but you also come from indonesia which is a muslim country that doesn't you know alcohol there is pretty restricted right that's right right. so how i mean how did that come about for you oh well i think first start when i was like eight years old okay we're going way back (laughs) you're going really way back Uh, i think at that time i was staying in a hotel or something and I saw something on the minibar, and the colors look very attractive for me. Okay. <laughs> I was kind of asking my parents, could I open the, one of these bottles? Mm. And they say, no, that's alcohol. Mm. But I was like, ah, oh, it makes me much more, <laughs> makes me much more want to open it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. when they went away, <laughs> tried to open the minibar. <laughs> Open it and drink it. Yeah. First, I didn't taste. I didn't like it. I didn't like the taste. But uh, for some reason, it gave me a memory mm. in it. And I didn't think about it until I was 17. And we uh, used to travel. Yeah. Uh, f- for, for in the ho- During the holiday season, just for fun. And one time we went to Europe. And we went to France. And the, the idea has just come across me out of nowhere. Oh, why not try to study wine? Yeah. That would be a cool idea yeah. because I always get in, get interested in it. Yeah, yeah I so mean, that's, uh, like I said, that's, uh, it took me a long time to come to that realization. And I think uh, some of the younger students and younger people that I know in the industry they get into it because it's sort of around them and, and that's i mean it's cool that your parents took you on holiday to france and everything so you came from quite a progressive background would you uh, say or i would say probably medium income family uh we but, probably but progressive as far as ideas and yeah yeah they're very, they are really re- liberal people yeah liberal very open-minded yeah. and yeah. that's cool that's cool to uh, to have that and probably gives a, a strange perspective in that part yeah, of the world yeah, you know yes uh, I think my parents wouldn't mind me st- uh, studying this time, studying wine, because at, at first they, they thought it's like kind of strange. Mm-hmm. They, are, they were always asking me, are you going to be able to use it when you're coming back home? But I would say, uh, probably not, but yeah. I'll, I'll still be interested in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I might not come home. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, and then how did you end up in New Zealand? I mean, was that... Yeah. I think I after I come back from the trip, I kind of browse on the website, try to pick and choose. Yeah. First is Australia because it's closer. Yeah. And then I see New Zealand because 
and I read some news about New Zealand wine industry. They are really uh, progressive in sure, sure in the industry. So I was thinking, oh, it's quite young industry over in New Zealand, and they are really serious about the quality. Mm-hmm. So I was saying, yeah, why not study to New Zealand? When good move, yeah. New Zealand over Australia. Yeah. Like New Zealand's yeah. rock. <laughs> so. Um, uh, there'll probably be a lot of people listening to this podcast who don't know much about Indonesia. So, um, you know, without a map of the world in front of us, basically it's a, it's an archipelago, you know, yes, like uh, I keep I keep above Australia. You yeah, know? it's above so, Australia. Uh, that sort of, uh, it's a chain of, you know, there's a mainland and yeah. a bunch of chain isla- yeah, islands chain there. Of islands. Uh, what is the most, is Bali probably the most, uh, is that part of Indonesia, and is that part, or is that separate, or Bali is part of Indonesia, and that's probably the most famous part. That's the most famous tourist destination, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's big surfer. Yeah, big surf. Yeah, area, and then um, what part of Indonesia did you grow up in? Uh, I was part, was born in the part of Java. 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 Yeah. Okay. And what's that like? Is that uh, weather-wise and oh, culturally? Is weather-wise, it's really humid and hot over there. Mm-hmm. We're talking. 28 is the minimum and 35 during the summer period yeah minimum Minimum. so you're talking highs in the mid 40s and oh yes can be can be that high yeah and probably like almost 90 percent humidity all the time yeah so so a lot of sweating yeah you're taking two showers three showers (laughs) (laughs) oh that's good and um uh so not a lot of wine grown there oh no not a lot But culturally there, uh, I remember we talked, she's a couple of years ago and I said, oh, I'm going to look into like Indonesian uh, wine and see what like they import, if they import anything. And it's just out of curiosity. And you were like, yeah, let me know. Let me know how you make out with that. Like in so many words, you were like, I'd be really curious because uh, uh, I don't know if they, they bring in much wine. So from what I could tell, it was basically like one or two companies yeah. that ran any kind of liquor uh, alcohol importing mm-hmm. into the country and they had their stores and everything like that so it's quite controlled right yep. yeah it is quite controlled substance over there yeah so i think the government like only super only oh, pointed to these two companies for them to distribute alcohol but mm-hmm. for another person to have another license and there's really really tough unless you got some connection to the government yeah yeah, well, I mean, that's what we got to do, dude. We yeah. got to hook up this connection. I need to get some decibel wine into Indonesia, you know. But, I mean, uh, what is the bulk of the alcohol consumption tourism? Or is there a bit of, um, you know, certain cultures within Indonesia, like, have a wine background or beer or anything like that, you know? Beer used to be the main part. But uh, I think the last three years now, the wine started to pick up. Trends, okay. Yeah. Lots of people from young generation to people like uh, baby boomer generation, they started to get into wine mm-hmm. because I think they're pretty much liberal with now. They're open-minded to everything pretty much uh, because I think the economic growth is spectacular yeah. over there. Yeah, so, no, it's been pretty good there, yeah. So I think they're open to any type. Do they grow any wine there? Oh, it's an interesting question, actually. I know one producer that actually grow wine over there. Mm-hmm. And they make some kind of uh, musket variety. Yeah, like so sweeter stuff. So sweeter and that's stuff. normally where it starts. Yeah. You know, you see that in 
a lot of new world countries and certainly new zealand has a lot of shit wine <laughs> back in the day and some of it was sweet and yeah. things like that so at least it's starting and maybe you're the uh you know the next generation or whatever oh, but I hope. Uh, yeah i mean but you would have to think there you know you need to grow it in a drier area you know 90 percent humidity is not exactly ideal yeah. wine growing area probably up in the mountain but <sighs> probably in the valley mountainous area probably will be good choice mm. but uh, it'll be really tough because there's no dormancy periods over there oh so it could be like india where they have yeah two two, two harvest what i what i heard from some people they got four harvests in one year <laughs> so we probably yeah. replanted the vines now yeah, and then. yeah the vines get a little stressed after a while there get a little tired yeah that's like well quadruple yeah quadruple the uh <laughs> the time oh man that's crazy um and uh so you said you're from uh, Java. Yes. And what part of Indonesia is that? Uh, it was the center of Indonesia. Yeah. Because it's uh, Jakarta is the J capital. Jakarta is the capital. That's the west part of Java. Mm -hmm. I was I was living in the eastern part of Java. Okay. It's called Surabaya City. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how big is your family back home and everything? Uh, I got one sister. Mm-hmm really big family on my no actually big family on my mother and father's side yeah and they're all back in indonesia yeah they're all back in indonesia they're doing all so, sort of stuff so you're heading back there in a few days right? yes that's right because you and i have talked uh over the years about immigration and different stuff <laughs> going on there um and so you've just done like a six month thing, sort of postgraduate working for a company here. Yes. And uh, now you're heading back to Indonesia. What's the plan when you go back there? Uh, I was thinking to do a vintage somewhere like States, something. Okay. I was thinking uh, Napa or Sonoma Valley will be my choice. Really, really ideal choice. Yeah, well, that'd be great, yeah. man. You know, you'll have to talk, we'll okay. find out some spots for you, you know. You're getting late in the uh, the search right now, though, so we need to... Yeah. We I'm need getting to really nervous now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Start yeah. Flag but there's some places, you know, and some websites you can check out and things that we'll have to... We'll check it out, you know. And look, you know, maybe after this uh, riveting interview, you know, that we'll, we'll take a look. Um, but... Uh, so most of your wine education, or all of your wine education has really been in New Zealand. Um, so we could talk about Hawke's Bay first. And what do you think, uh, what's your favorite wines from Hawke's Bay? And, and, you know, talk about Hawke's Bay a little bit. What, what do you think? I think my favorite variety from Hawke's Bay will be very, very ripe Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm. You like the big red thing. I like the big red. Uh, yeah. was 10 07 probably good really good good year for Cabernet Sauvignon oh you're gonna like Napa then uh, absolutely <laughs> you're gonna like the big big wines <laughs> there uh one of my friend Chris is oh I interviewed Chris uh, a few uh, weeks yes, ago yeah. well yes, yeah no. a month or so ago before harvest and I posted it up here so yeah he's been a bit of an influence on yeah, you then right obnoxious American like us you know <laughs> we, we we lean on you with our wines you know um Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, uh, other Hawks Bay wine, white wine, or what do you like in the whites uh, here? White wine, I'll probably try to drink Chardonnay. Mm -hmm. 
but there are many, many good Chardonnay around here uh, in Hawke's Bay. Uh, probably CJ Pass, one of the ones. Yeah. Uh, where I worked for before. And. Uh, oh, yeah. So, which wineries have you worked for here? I worked for uh, CJ Parks in for Hawke's Bay and mm-hmm. Terrace View Estate. It used to be called Camberfield, but. Oh, what's it called now? It's now Terrace View Estate. Terrace View. Terrace View Estate. Terrace View. Terrace. Yeah, oh, okay. I didn't know that. They changed the name at Camberfield. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a big deal because yeah. they're just. I mean, those wines are. I find them back in the U.S. and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting to see what their change is. Uh, and you worked Harvest there this year. And didn't you work like uh, up in Gisborne or something at some Yeah, point? I was working in Gisborne for Waimata Winery. And, Waimata. Yeah. Yep. And why, probably a month or so in Venoptima. Oh, wow. Venoptima is badass yeah, wines, man. Badass, yeah. yeah, yeah. They um, they got their Gewürztraminer there, right? The, Both, the worst. Yeah, the best. The best Gewürztraminer. The best dirty Gewürztraminer <laughs> on the planet, man. And they do um, uh, the sticky, the dessert. Yeah. demeanor too that was really good yeah didn't that didn't got a chance to try that no, <laughs> no those are like 80 dollar <laughs> bottle for like you know a tiny bottle of it you know for dessert wine how did you end up getting work in gisman uh because some of my course started first in gisman oh you started the school i started the, the certificate course first in gisman therapy deportic mm-hmm. and then hook up one with one of these guys he runs the wine matter winery so you say, oh yeah, let's come and join us. Mm-hmm. We're the worker in here, so work with them for a year. Also part time ish. Yeah. And then there's a employment opportunity will come up also in Finoptima, so I'll take it anyway. Yeah, man. Just for a month. That's it's a, a good, good, really good experience, especially come from Indonesia. Yeah, man. You've got a that's a good little resume to start. I mean, I get uh, you know I talked to Chris, you know Chris Reed. Uh, yes. I talked to him a while and, you know, I'll be talking to Danny soon on this and, um, you know, not, I don't have any regrets in my life, but I'm like, damn, man, these young bucks got some really good experience and you guys are like 22, 20, you know, you got the world's your oyster now, so you can go out and, and, you know, you got your whole life ahead of you to, to get more experience and to search around and figure out exactly what you want to do, which varietals you want to work with, where you want to work and all that and, it's pretty cool. So you got some some good stuff ahead of you, man. You know, yeah. Uh, we yeah we got to get you into the into the U.S. You know, get you some oh. of that, make you some of them big reds. You know, I'll be kidding. Yeah, though. yeah. Well, we got to get you a job first. Uh, they like you to have a job before they give you a visa there. You know, but uh, yeah, I guess New Zealand's the same. It's it can be pretty tough to uh, uh, try to deal with, try to deal with them. So. Um, and then you've done a bit of traveling throughout the country, or have you gone down the South Island much uh, or anything? When did South Island went to? Went good to as far as Queenstown. Yeah. Went to Wairapa. Went to uh, Nelson area, Marlborough. No, you did go to Nelson. Yeah, I haven't been to Nelson yeah. yet. Yeah. It's beautiful. Country. Yeah, I heard it's beautiful yeah. there, and there's great wines and everything else. It I seems think like. they make one of the best good seminar besides Gisborne. Mm-hmm. They got some really good potential there, there for white, later white varieties like Chardonnay and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to get down there and check it out. Um, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you too is uh, the language in Indonesia is 
What's the language? What, what they speak? What language? Oh, uh, we speak Indonesian, but probably a lot similar to Malay. Malaysia. Malaysia. Yeah. They speak Malay. That's their Malay uh, is Malay the language. Language. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. We almost speak the same language as them, but same structure, structural language, but probably a uh, bit one words, a uh, bit one word. Uh, Different than the yeah, other, a little like bit, a little. Uh, like people say, uh, "Who's your name?" with a different type of words, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty similar. It'd be like yeah. you know, Spanish and French or something like that. Well, maybe mm-hmm. even closer, um, because I have to find out uh, how to say is you know, "cheers" in Indonesia. How do you say "cheers"? cheers. That's <laughs> the word that we try to figure out in every. Or is there a salute or a toast or a way to say that in, in that language uh, i think we use chairs you use chairs oh, okay well, that's, that's pretty good that's all right you're fine yeah uh so you use the same thing yeah, we use chairs. so there's no like traditional i mean that's an interesting thing about uh you know a country that doesn't have the maybe alcohol background yeah. is that there's not that you know where you go to greece or you know lots of parts of Europe there's different ways to say cheers and all different kinds of language but in a country that doesn't have uh, a lot of Asian countries don't have as much like alcohol in the background as uh, in the in the culture and the history and everything so this would be a perfect case of yeah, that where, perfect. yeah um, and so there isn't a way to say cheers no you just say cheers no, just say cheers <laughs> oh well that's easy enough um well cheers man i, I really appreciate you cheers, taking the time to uh speak with me and mm. as always i have some uh decibel wine for us to drink here Dorian, because i this is the free podcast everybody can download it for free but uh you know i like to say decibel pays for it but it, you know it's obviously free and pretty easy to do and um I think uh, just it's pretty cool to be able to talk to somebody again from a completely different background um, than not only New Zealand but from where I'm from, uh, from Philadelphia area and New Jersey and New York area, which is you know worlds apart from Indonesia. And uh, that's kind of why I do this is to I want other people to be like you know hey I know this guy from Indonesia who's who's you know. Cool come to new zealand and try to make wine and you know you have a completely different background and i you hope that you can uh try to tell these stories and everything so what i hope is that we can talk again in six months a year or something like that and see where you're at what what happened if you can make it to california or you go to australia or wherever else and and what you you think of that and um you know whether or not you can get some wine into Indonesia and we can crack that government system there, you know, absolutely. Uh, you know, we could try to, you know, do some stuff, uh, mix it up a little bit, but, uh, thank you for doing this. And, uh, this wasn't too bad. Again, once again, we had a guy who was nervous about his English, but, uh, I think you, like he said earlier, you've been, uh, dealing with the kiwi english for long enough that you're pretty savvy with your your language skills so thank you dad uh all good man and uh we'll we'll uh talk to you soon and uh i will uh i'll be putting up some information on the website uh and the you know the podcast length about anything i can find on indonesia if you want to email me uh if you have any questions i can contact jadmika um my email is wineisfood at gmail.com. As always, at Decibel Dan on Twitter, 
uh, decibelwines.com, vitusdivine.com for the podcast, and uh, Facebook is Decibel Wines. All that stuff linked into the podcast. You guys can find information, but uh, on the poster site where it's hosted and you know, indirectly through iTunes, we'll be able to uh, get you inf- information on Jed Mika and, uh, and some of his uh, do you, you have a Facebook and stuff? Yeah, go Facebook account. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you could find that through me or, you know, you want to look into Chad Mika's life, <laughs> poke around all the hot babes out there that want to know about Chad Mika. You can check him out. Uh, we'll, we'll hook you. We'll, we'll link you guys into that and, and uh, find out what we can about him. And hopefully talk to you again soon, man. Cheers, Chad yeah, Mika. Pleasure Thanks games. for doing it. Cheers. Hey, this is Daniel again. Just wanted to thank Jed Mika for some really, uh, just a really cool story. Uh, next week, we're going to be speaking to uh, Yvonne Capella, Sicilian winemaker I met here in New Zealand. Uh, we'll just keep jumping around the globe and talking to all these different people with different stories. Uh, the following week, we'll be speaking to Kiwi winemaker uh, Hayden Penny, who's uh, in a new organic vineyard. Uh, called uh, William Murdoch Wines, which should be released shortly uh, throughout the world. Um, so if you guys have any questions for uh, either winemaker, please send them to wineisfood at gmail.com. Uh, again, thanks to Jed Mika for, hope to hope to catch up with Jed Mika down the road. Uh, he's back in Indonesia now and uh, supposedly heading back to New Zealand to do harvest. I'm sure he'll be Looking to other places as well. Hopefully, you can get him over to the U.S. Uh, just a really neat kid, and he was another guy who was uh, a little nervous about his English. Uh, I think, for those of us that speak English and understand it, uh, I thought he did great and really opened up once he started asking questions. The kid's just got great personality, and I think uh, he's he's a hard worker. I know the challenges that came to him uh, when he first came to New Zealand. He he really fought through so. Uh, sure some great things are ahead for Jed Mika down the road Uh, but again if you guys have any questions you want me to pass anything on to him uh, email wineisfood at gmail.com and of course everything sponsored by Decibel Wines which will be uh, new a bunch of new wines available uh, (coughs) excuse me uh, and also some Unison Vineyard Wines and Desert Heart Wines are all coming available uh, sort of mid-late June in the U.S., uh, so look for that online. We'll certainly be telling you guys more about that in the weeks to come. Uh, we're at Decibel Dan on Twitter and Decibel Wines on Facebook. Uh, any place you want to post questions or, or have anything you want to say about the podcast, we're also about to launch a little website, uh, which will have some more interactive stuff uh, for the podcast. So uh, thanks again, Jeb Mika, and we'll talk to you guys next week.